Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hello, dance physical therapist. I am here with Sherelle Williams, who's a new grad. So can we please start off by giving Sherelle right down below, congratulations on graduating down below, right down, I graduated. If you just graduated at this time, <laughs> guys, that's a, that's a huge win, a huge like, and then you get to take the NPTE, but we're just not gonna, we're gonna ignore that. We're gonna right, ignore that part. We're gonna <laughs> ignore that big hill. All right, so I got all dressed up in my PJs for this because you know what? We are family and let's just be ourselves. So that themselves, regarding be ourselves, can you tell us a little bit about you regarding dance physical therapy and why you think I'm bringing you in? <laughs> oh, Lordy, Lordy. Um, so uh, I, this is so weird. So I started, I'm into dance physical therapy because I was a dancer first, right? If we want to be honest, I was very nervous that I wouldn't make it as a professional dancer. Um, and I was like, okay, well, this is another way for me to help dancers. So, you know, here we are. The gag is, <laughs> I got here and I was like, it's, and it's 10 years later. And I'm like, there's so many different body types and there's this and there's that and there's commercial and there's more than just ballet and modern. And I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I could be a dancer, but it's fine. Everything happens for a reason. And I'm excited to, you know, be in this space and have a way to uh, help dancers and so um so what's your new thing that you just dove into as a new grad with, with all these delays with mpte and everything and what have you done what is, it? what is it ah, so i just launched leg up a personal training uh, and it was not supposed to happen this way um i had this whole plan to launch Leg Up Physical Therapy. It was gonna be my concierge practice. And then it was like, well, you can't do your internships because COVID. And um, very much, you know, artists were type A, it has to be this way and da, 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 da. So I was helping people behind the scenes, like on my own anyway. Um, but you know, that kind of pride, like I want to be Dr. Williams before I launch, and da, 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 da. and so when I just started to realize, like things aren't going to go as planned, 
also it may go into another semester and like some real some real big realities for me was I could go into fall semester. They're not going to make us pay, but I can't get financial aid because I'm no longer taking classes for credit hours. And so I still have to be able to pay my bills. And so that actually Everybody relates with that, right? Pay my bills in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really the shift that I was just kind of like, you need to be able to support yourself. And my mom is, you know, Florida, she can't afford, you know, my expenses here in New York. And so that's when I was just like, boom, leg up personal training. Here we go. Um, yeah. I love that. So, so for leg up personal training, I'm assuming leg up, kick your face. <laughs> what, um, what is it that you put together so you are able to help people out without overstepping the boundaries of not being a licensed physical therapist yet to no fault of yours? Yeah. Um, I, I focus, you know, of course I'm, I'm, I'm training them, right. Um, exercises. That's great. But I feel like something that they get from me that they're missing is I'm, it sounds mad simple. I'm listening. I'm doing affirmations. Um, and just even, you know, getting that boost. I feel like, you know, I sit and I do consults. And I've just been talking to, to dancers. And like the number one thing, thank you for taking time to listen to me. And, you know, or I got my motivation back. Or, you know, you just made me realize I need to tap into myself and be more accountable to myself. You know what I mean? And they're telling me, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm missing this. Or the director of my company doesn't know what to do. Or I'm not being heard. Or they're yelling at us. Or I'm tired of being unappreciated. And I'm tired of all these things. And so, yeah, just kind of being there to listen mm -hmm. and and help them with their mindset. Because, you know, there's, there's confidence issues. You're being compared all the time. You know what I mean? Then you get on social media and everybody's got their TikTok and their five and six and seven and eight hit one. And you're like, oh my God, I don't have that leg or I don't have this. I don't have that. And so, you know, it can be this constant comparing each other. And so I think, you know, that's what the community needed. Honestly, they needed this time to kind of like rest and relax, but also time to reconnect with themselves. Uh, I had somebody say, you know, I'm dating myself again, you know? I like that. No. Did, you, did you get yourself a ring? Did you like to like a card? Maybe, you know? It's really, it's really nice. Wow. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And and so, and then you have your podcast. What's the name of your podcast? Yes, The Art of Body Language. And so what's great is through your podcast, you're able to connect with these dancers, which brings them into the door with potentials for being clients with your personal training. Which is incredible. Yeah. Also to hear their needs. Like at first I was like, oh, I have to figure out what they need. And I was like, no, they tell me what they need in the podcast. Go back and listen to it. Yeah. And something else I love about the podcast is that I can now, now that I'm like, I get it now, it, the light bulb has clicked. I can strategically ask questions. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, now I know this is what they need or this is how I can address it when I am talking to them or I'm trying to get them to buy into the product or I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Because you're going to, you see patterns mm -hmm. eventually. Mm -hmm. That was a big learning experience for me as well. 
absolutely. I love that. I love that very much. You know, it, it's it's so easy for us to come up with reasons why we shouldn't do something. Where without and when we're doing that and coming up with, with these blocks on why we shouldn't do something, when we finally actually take action to it, even if there's a lot of work and steps that you need to do to get it, it actually feels easier because you're answering to your calling in the first place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And community. I mean, you know, we have this community uh, dance uh, PT. I, you know, I have had several different like communities, but I feel like for everything. community has been such a big thing because for me, I definitely was there a lot. Oh, uh, you know, when I was dancing, I was I wasn't small enough. So I don't look the when I when I finished my bachelor's in exercise science and I had all this information, I, I was still well. I don't look like a trainer, so no one's gonna want to work with me. And then you know I got here, uh, you know, in PT school, and I'm just like, well, I'm not the smartest, and I don't necessarily you know really know. Uh, know enough, and I'm not a big wig. There's Harkness. There's, you know, there's all these places. They, they yeah. all, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Who owns Broadway? Um, Neurotour. They, they own Broadway. Oh my God, who's gonna come to me when there's all these big wigs out there? And I think you know, having community and like these Facebook groups and things like this, and you see people I'm like, oh, I wrote an ebook yesterday. Oh, I watched a podcast. Oh, it becomes your norm. Like it became my norm. I became fearless because I surrounded myself by people, people are taking those steps and just going Yes. I'm not doing enough. Let me be like Jenna. First of all, that's what, let me be like Jenna and host the whole day. Oh, host the whole, host the whole, host the whole like conference. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When you're surrounding people like this, like, look at her. I mean, like by our own actions, we can unconsciously give others permission to do the same. Like that, that's that's a Miriam Wilson part or like part of her quote that's like my life. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's I definitely feel you on that. Having the community that helps making these big steps not feel as big because it seems so commonplace. That's a that's a very, very big deal. I just love that you're doing this. I I, I hope me putting you forward and even interviewing right now inspires others to go, wait. I could do that. Don't go into the comparison, guys, when you're like, oh, she shouldn't be doing this because of the X, Y, Z. No, don't. No. What can you do for yourself that can launch you to another level as well? That's why Sherelle is here. Yeah. Because she is taking this leap forward. And I want all of us to do this. All of us. You want to do a virtual dance physical therapy summit? Heck yeah, do it. And guess what? I'll be attending. <laughs> I don't care. Nobody has claim on one thing. And then you're bringing up a very good point um, without realizing it. So you were saying how, you know, oh, Neurotour, this person has claim over problems. And I, I want to say that the percentage of people who make it big in the dance or singing or acting field is actually a small percentage of the performers as a whole. Yeah. So there's a huge underserved market, like crazy ginormous. Those are the people that I'm helping because they really don't have help. So so don't limit yourself to the non-Broadway performers because there's a lot of them. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
And then you never know, one of them might end up on Broadway. That's the thing too. And then they're just like, but I only go with Jenna. You know, I only go with Sherelle. You know, so that can become a thing too. But at the end of the day, there's just so much opportunity for performers to help that are just not being served. They do not have health insurance. So they can't go through workers' comp. They're just like floating, hoping that if they shake off their foot, it'll get better like it did when they were five. Right. And they don't know, like, I've just been talking to a whole lot of like, like the freelance dancer that didn't necessarily come up through the traditional ballet training or modern training. They don't really understand body awareness. They don't understand the importance of cross training. They never, you know, they didn't necessarily have those concepts. Um, Put, you know, shown to them and there are a lot of them and so that's like you said it's a whole mix of people that need your help exactly and you can like hey guys we need like this um scarcity mindset which i think we're still struggling with which i understand it's a new concept for a lot of people and that's the idea of competition you know even if you don't think it's the idea of like oh so these this is new york you know which is where sherelle and i both are right now i'm soon going to be in pittsburgh but but this whole concept of oh i'm in new york there's already all these big name wig names and there's no room for me there is room for you Mm -hmm. so much room for you does not matter where you are and think about it if we all join together in one spot, like a bunch of dance PTs in one spot, the power of impact we can have on the dance community will be even stronger for them to know that we exist. So it, it's better together, better together. Anyway, um, so with your, with leg up personal training, where are you going from here? What are your big things that you're focusing on as your new company goals since you're new? So you're in the growth period. Um, right now I am in a, I'm still in a learning and connecting uh, phase. I, I had to make a lot of shifts and it's like kind of hit me like I'm crying to create a business in COVID. Um, okay. So, you know, I just, even, even today I've been learning, but right now um, I do a lot with, you know, reaching out to dancers. If you don't do this, when you're putting out your content and people like your stuff, introduce yourself. I have been messaging every single person that has liked my post and some people respond and some don't. But for the people that respond, I start hearing all types of stories. Like it is insane. I'm like, and, and, Many, many, like it just made you me realize so many people need my help. So many people need your help. Like, so be reaching out to those. Um, so connecting, I spend a lot of time talking to them. I have refined my package for what I want to offer. Um, as a, um, as a personal trainer, and you know, that took some time to kind of figure out, as well as the price point, because right now, um, I, don't, I try not to let it affect me, but a big thing that I'm coming into is like, they absolutely love the things that I have and the things that I'm saying and they want to do it, but everybody's waiting on an unemployment check, like hands down. So being, trying to go with the flow and be okay with change and coming up with new ideas and figuring out, you know, what that means? Does that mean I need to offer a cheaper product? I don't. I don't know yet. I'm still learning and figuring it out. 
but um, not necessarily, not necessarily. Um, and, and that's the thing for you to keep exploring and learning because for any customer, the biggest, the three biggest, you know, issues are time, money, access, right? That's it. But that's always a problem. It is a true problem regarding um, money right now for sure. Yeah. However, but I mean, this, however, can't really apply to the performers. Most performers usually live at the poverty level or below the poverty level. Yeah. So um, I did it and I, I did great. Um, I still managed to budget. So there were times if I needed like the latest computer, I got it. Yeah. Because that was my priority. So there's ways to be very cheap. Oh my God, I found ways to do, create such cheap meals daily. Like all that's like, you know, you do what you got to do during yeah. those times. So um, th there's always a way. There's always a way. Uh, um, but yes, it is a, a truer concern right now. But that's the thing. I love how you're just going, I'm learning and I'm listening. It will slowly that you just have to keep pushing forward and then it becomes more and more clear. Now, I just want to say this to anyone who has had a new business or who is currently doing this. Just beware for anyone diving into this. If somebody asks you how many people you are seeing per week, okay, I just have issues with that question. I just do, especially when you're just starting out. You're like, cool, so I'm going to get judged now. Like, why else are you asking me that? Why is that a thing? So, Joe, if somebody's asking you that, um, just kind of put on a slight wall that they may not necessarily be on your support team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Also, it's not their business. It's not, it's not their, like, I don't go up to practice owners who've owned practices for 10 years and say, how many do you see a week? Yeah. I don't ask that. So when somebody's asking you that, like, that's just like a very, oh, cool. And then it gets, it's like, anybody's owned a business knows how much pressure we put ourselves with these numbers and everything. So then to be asked like, cool, so you want me to announce that? Now I feel like a failure just with that question. So regardless of the number of people you're seeing a week, a day or whatever, you are not a failure. You are going on the path that you are meant to go on and just enjoy it because you are helping out what you are meant to help out right now. Um, anyway, just a random side note I just want to hit upon because I remember that being a, a, a regular struggle I had amongst practitioners who had their own business. How many are you seeing a week? And I'd be like, what? I've never asked you that in this whole time I've known you. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's a little harsh. It's a harsh question. Like, they, they, to them, they, you know, maybe it's reasonable, but if you're a new person, I don't feel right. I don't feel right. Anyway. And then, what's the number again? Like, is that... Does that define how good I am? Like right, exactly. It brings any any new business owner down a tunnel of like imposter syndrome, questioning yourself, all these things. That question is a very loaded question to ask somebody um, when they're uh, you know doing doing their thing. You know, like yeah, I just anyway. Just random, random. Okay, so that being said, I would like for you to share a random thing that you are looking forward to regarding Disney for when we get out of here. So what is the one thing that you're looking forward to when COVID's over regarding Disney? There's no bias in this question at all. 
Like Disney World? What? Yeah, we want it has to just be Disney related. Disney related. You can make you can make it interpretive. You can interpret however you want. Could be dancing on the hills to a Disney song. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is insane. I think going to see like this is gonna be so lame. I want to like going to see theater like Lion King. Ooh, that's why is that lame? I don't like, know. It's an awesome show. <laughs> it's not lame. I'm the people who like the arts. <laughs> but yeah, going yeah, just seeing seeing Lion King mm. and shows in general. But you know, <laughs> pink pajamas, penguins on a bus. <laughs> I love it. All right, you guys, if you are looking forward to seeing live theater again, with um, please write that down. Please write live theater. Did you want to add something, Shrell? Isn't Mulan coming out? The movie, yes. I switch it because I've seen like that too. Like I can't wait for Yeah, that's gonna be movies. Yeah. Make a man. How we are live out of you. <laughs> Sherelle, thank you so much for coming on. Where what can uh what where can people find you on social media? Um at Leg Up Fitness, L-E-G uh, Fitness, F-I-T-N-E-S-S. And then I also have my uh podcast at the art of body language. At the art of body language. And then I have my website, uh legupfitness.com. Love it. And Leg Up Fitness, are those both on Instagram, Facebook? Oh. I'm so sorry. I lied. So Leg Up Fitness is my Instagram. Mm -hmm. at, at the Art of Body Language is my Instagram. And then my website is leguppt.com. Love it. Leg Oh, I love that because you do personal training and then it automatically switches to PT. Smart. When I tell you, I overanalyze. I was like, am I going to get in trouble? Because it's saying PT. It was like, no, personal trainer. It'll just shift over. It's fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right, you guys, if you are catching the live, write live. If you're catching replay, write replay. Love each and every one of you.